welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to episode 2Z. Z is for Zufa. Zufa is an American sports promotion company specializing in mixed martial arts. It was founded in January 2001 in Las Vegas, Nevada by executives Frank Fertitta and Lorenzo Fertitta to be the parent entity of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And they purchased it from Semaphore Entertainment Group. The word Zufa, which I didn't know, is an Italian word meaning fight. On July 11, 2016, Zufa announced that it would be purchased by a group led by WME, including Silver Lake Partners, blah, 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 for a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. So shout out to Zufa for uh, the story, in case you didn't know, was that the UFC was run by another, another group and it was losing a ton of money. And Zufa came in and lost even more money, but believed in the UFC and took it from a losing money venture to all the way to the conor mcgregor uh cash days and then they cashed out and made billions and billions of dollars way to go for tita brothers speaking of getting paid sober september is over everybody and i'm back to drinking bud light seltzers and nothing else if your hand isn't holding a bud light seltzer i'm gonna throw fists right at you but after a few more Bud Light seltzers, I'll probably apologize and try to hold your hand. So, Cheers, friends. Cheers. Have a Bud Light seltzer on us. Delicious. <sighs> and let me tell you, we're still in Fight Island. Let me tell you, the only thing, once again, (laughs) cooling me down with this crazy heat is a Bud Light seltzer. It's crazy. Abu Dhabi is crazy. The hotel is insane. The um, just like the attention to detail and the hospitality is incredible. They know that we're sponsored by Bud Light Seltzer. They have a fridge over here filled with just Bud Light seltzers. As a matter of fact, Kenny Wu tried to fuck us out of them. Long story. But the hotel still sent us up Bud Light Seltzers. And I have to also say, I think we we were pretty positive about our experience last time. But they have gotten even more... Specialized. Specialized, yes. But like efficient. Even more efficient. I like that. Everything is moving even faster, even more smoothly. But you don't feel like safety is being compromised and i like that no not at all and i got her first uh covid test that was really fun i am not about it <laughs> but it wasn't so bad but it tickles yeah and my nose is like just itching just thinking about it and the cool thing is that in our suite uh they have that extra workout room now which we didn't get last time with the mats because they found out that i actually did jujitsu. so now i'm getting to train a little bit which is fun well that's cool for you but i can also work out yeah. And have cool mats and not have to, like, schlup a yoga we mat across the world. We literally have mats in our suite in Abu Dhabi and you still won't drill with me. I mean, I do. Just not long. All right. Give us a recap, babe. All right. Quick recap of the first fights that we were able to see on Fight Island this weekend. William Knight beat Alexa Kamor in a good opening prelim fight. We were rooting for Knight. Um, he won Dana White contender series and he's just like a really cute guy jake matthews beat diego sanchez in a really sad one diego sanchez just sad hakeem dawadu beat habib's boy um it was a really close exciting fight 
Hakeem, we were rooting for you, and he really did a good job. He's like the nicest guy ever because he was like trying to talk shit during the fight to like encourage more of a back and forth, but then apologized for talking shit after. He's like, I was just trying to make it a better fight. Super Canadian. Uh, Sajara Eubanks lost, sadly. Brandon Royval, who I felt so sad because I wanted to bring him up in last episode and I didn't. Whatever. He submitted Israel Adesanya's teammate, Kai Kara Franz, who we did bring up. It happened in round two. Super exciting round. Um, round one of that fight. Even my brother um, texted us from afar to say that shit was cray. Um, second round TKOs determined both championship fights. Jan Blokovic defeated Dominic Reyes and Israel Adesanya beat Paulo Costa. We will talk more about those later. Last, but certainly not least, all of the Irish fighters I brought up last episode because they were fighting on the Bellator card in Italy, they all won! Way to go, Will Flurry. Way to go, Richie Smullen. Way to go, Danny Nealon. Wow. Good recap, babe. Thank you. Way to go, Ireland. Way to go, Ireland. How about we get into the top five and get back into Ireland even more? I don't know. This is, like, so crazy. (laughs) Well, if I can start our last top five of season two, I'm getting emotional. Ah, Just joking. We'll start our top five with the biggest bullshit story of the week. Conor McGregor is acting a fool again. Again, again, again. Again, again, again. Again? again, Do we even say again? (laughs) Again implies that he's often not acting a fool. I feel like it would be Conor McGregor's acting like a gentleman again. That would be more accurate. I don't know. Accurate. Whatever. Let's just give them, the Con- give them people what they want. Yeah, everyone wants Conor to news. know what he's up to. And I'm talking shit, but I still like him. <laughs> uh, so Conor's trying to box Manny Pacquiao. He's also trying to fight Diego Sanchez. If you recall from our recap, we said watching him fight is sad. As in, he should not be fighting anymore, and he probably should have stopped fighting minimum five years ago. He went kind of on and on, but I have to start with Dana White, and this is not in our show notes, so George might disagree with me here. Dana White lied and said Connor didn't want certain fights. So Connor went out of his way to post screenshots of private DMs between Connor himself and Dana. And those private DMs showed that Connor did want certain fights. And it was Dana who didn't give it to him or whatever. And then Dana clapped back at Connor and was all like, you broke man code. What the fuck does that mean? And now things are a mess. Things are a mess. But you know what? I bet you they could reconcile and still get a fight going. <laughs> and I bet you, even though I don't care about watching him fight because he's a mess and all he does is post videos on Instagram of him uh, smoking weed very poorly, might I add. He's not, he doesn't really know how to hit a joint, but he wants to post the Instagram video of him doing it on the French Riviera by his yacht, which is all really nice and shit like that. 
But can he come back and win a fight? Probably not. If he comes back and he fights, will I watch it? 100%. I'll pay 100 $200 to watch it. <laughs> anyway, just more drama. And then last but not least, uh, Dana was calling out Connor for this potential box boxy match against Manny Pacquiao. And Dana was like, I don't know what that's about. And Connor was like, you're, you're part of the contract. Like, you were there during the discussions. <laughs> so they're both liars. They're both big babies. And they're both rich. So they're going to move on from this. I know. I'm a big baby. But I don't lie. Really and you're not often. rich. And I'm not rich. But I'm thinking I think I need to be more of an asshole and lie more. That's season three goals. Cool. That's cool. good. That's We needed to discuss those more. Yeah, I'm getting emotional because it's the second season ending. And we're on number two of the top five. Israel Adesanya, style bender, is the man. He picked apart Paulo Costa, like I said he would. Very rarely think that I know what's going to happen, but I just couldn't see it happening really any other way. He came across, like, way better. Mm-hmm. Hit him with those calf kicks. Uh, basically controlled the whole first round and the second round until he TKO'd him. And you know what, man? There's a lot of back and forth. People go back and forth on whether or not they like him anymore or whether they think he's the best or this and that, whatever. I think he's great, man. He's fucking super great. And give him credit uh, that he's due. Congratulations on being the second best middleweight of all time behind Ooh. Anderson Silva. <laughs> And I think that he could potentially even surpass uh, Anderson Silva, even. What does he need? Like, eight more title defense fights? Yeah, yeah, he just needs a lot <laughs> That's more. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's well on his way. He's yeah. well on his way. It's all good. Three in our top five is where George said we want both guys to win, but... My secret was let out of the bag because I did kind of want Jan Blakovich to win the light heavyweight title. And he won! Yay! But then I'm so sad for Dominic Reyes. He just, he didn't show up and he is such a nice guy. All three of his brothers were in his corner. But he, he recognized he just didn't pull the trigger the entire fight. Same way that Izzy handled Costa, it sort of felt like Jan was handling Dominic Reyes. He just, he ha- he had nothing. I wouldn't be surprised if it came out after that he was hurt or something. He just didn't look like himself. Or maybe he was just too chill. I don't know. I think he may have been too chill. I don't know. I don't know. He also... Thought that he wasn't given enough time for the camp. He didn't think six weeks was enough. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Also, I'm fucking jet lagged as fuck, dude, from coming over here. They fought at like three o'clock in the morning local time over here. So did Jan. I barely stayed awake and I had freaking, I wasn't even fighting. I don't know. Yeah, well, Jan also was coming over from Poland, which is closer than California. He could have went earlier no he couldn't have because we all had to take that that charter plane well he did go earlier than us so you can't compare okay whatever anyway what's most important from this fight island card and this fight with jan versus dominic was the new referee in town exciting it's i don't know man i was like babe he's pretty handsome and then George came up with the best nickname for him. 
he is a silver fox, everyone. I, th- I think every single episode, if you don't already watch fights, we're, we're trying to get you in with the bullshit, with the drama, with the good stories, with the heartbreaking stories. Friends, <laughs> Silver Fox is a reason to watch. Agree or disagree, babe? Agree. He's the man. He's a, it's been a long time since we had a new ref. And I like that they, they didn't give him the, the the number one championship fight. They gave him the co-main event, too. Although we saw him throughout many fights throughout the, the entire night. Um, Thankfully. Jason Herzog was uh, the number one guy. I know. Who's, nice. who's also super handsome. They're all super cool. I think uh, Big John McCarthy. <laughs> no, handsome. No, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think Big John McCarthy said that every ref that he knows who's been around at that highest level has, like, eaten a shot, an unintentional shot from a uh, fighter or, like, has tripped and fell on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And he said that uh, your boy Herzog is the only guy who hasn't been yet. He's got those fast feet. He's got those fast feet. He knows what's up. And Silver Fox looks like he knows how to train. I'm going to ruin something for you here (gasps) in this podcast because that's what I do. I wait for things. I, I came up with the name because of that guy. There's a, there's a guy who's Silver Fox Jiu-Jitsu. That's his name. So. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, That's not ruining it for him. I thought you were going to tell me something about his background or some bullshit. No, I didn't even really know his real name. We'll follow up. I know. We do need to follow three. up. But I, that's part of the mystery of Silver Fox. We don't know anything about him. No, no. It just came out of nowhere making everybody fucking horny and shit. Woo! All right. We might have a disagreement about number four in our top I'm, five. I'm but. so interested in what you even want to talk about. For I just got to get this off my chest, okay? There's so much stuff going on with the welterweight division, right? So you have Masvidal and Colby, Wonder Boy coming back and fighting again. There's all these guys in the top five, top ten. It's an it's an amazing division. They're all coming out and fighting, and there's a Nate Diaz rematch with Masvidal, and uh, Tyron just fought. Darren Till is is at 170, right? Or no, no, he went up to 185, but whatever. Um but there's all this stuff going on. And Leon Edwards is up there. And yeah, people say that he should be getting a title shot or he should be getting a top three ranked contender. And he's been doing all this stuff. But let me tell you about Leon Edwards, man. I didn't really know much about him until that night that he caught the three-piece in a soda from Masvidal. <laughs> that was over a year and a half ago. I know. And he has not fought since so it's past the narrative of like he deserves a title shot he deserves a top three fight he deserves this he deserves retribution for masvidal but dude leon edwards fucking fight someone fight the number 15 ranked person if you're that good you're gonna dominate him and you're gonna get more attention and you're gonna get a fight that matters next it's clear it's not happening now bro you're at the back of the line and the longer you wait what do you think's gonna happen you're not gonna have ring rust you're not gonna have to come back and fight hard bro i'm rooting for you and you're still over here on the sidelines doing just nothing. side note dominic cruz says ring rust is bullshit all right whatever yeah sure but you, you think that Missing out on time of your life in your prime when you're getting better is a good thing because you're sitting around for a title fight you're not going to get back. But I don't. Okay, so I agree with you. I'm with you. I want him to fight someone, but everyone else is matched up. Yeah, so. So fight a scrub? Why not? If you're that good, you're going to beat a scrub. 
But what's the point of putting your body through that to fight a scrub that you know you're Nobody cares about Leon Edwards. I do. I know, except for us. We're the hardcores. (laughs) And if he wants to get any sort of notoriety or any sort of traction, he needs to fucking fight someone. He's calling out a wonder boy. His little brother lost this weekend. I know. (laughs) It's it's rough times, dude. On top of some other shit, he's from, I think, um, where's Black Sabbath from? No, Birmingham. I'm pretty sure he's from Birmingham. And there are crazy stabbings going on left and right. And there's all this gang violence going on and shit like that. And he is, like, going out and talking to the community and getting people to calm down and put their freaking slashers down. So he's a good guy, man. He's a freaking good guy. He's he just busy. Needs to... He's clearly busy, Ben. Yeah, well, he should be busy fighting. All right, dude? Fine. He ca- he called out Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy doesn't want to fight him. Obviously. Wonder Boy's fought for the title twice. He's fought all the... Who's who's of that division already? He doesn't want to fight Leon Edwards. He's going to fucking get away from him. And then apparently he doesn't want to fight um, your Hamza? Leon, yeah, Leon Edwards. I just want to clarify that. Okay. doesn't want to fight Hamzat Chimiev. Because who? nobody wants to fight him. And and <laughs> why the fuck would he fight someone who could potentially whoop his well, ass? That makes sense to me. But whatever. I agree. Leon Edwards, fight someone. Because we want to root for you. Yeah, exactly. It's a positive. Babe, hit us up with the last of the top five of season two, will you? No, you start hitting us up. These were your notes. Okay, cool. Um, fights this weekend are going to be trash, but we're still going to watch them because we're going to be here and there's nothing really to do. Um, I got to tell you guys just real quick, we're going to wrap it up by saying that the only fight that I'm really excited for this weekend is Carlos Condit versus Court McGee. Carlos, Co- Carlos Condit has been around for a long time, super veteran. And then your brother actually asked me before we got on the flight. He goes, what's your favorite fight of all time? And I have a few. One of them is Robbie Lawler versus Carlos Condit. That's one of my favorite fights ever. So I love this dude. Court McGee, we've seen him recently, right? Um, I don't know. I feel like every time he fights, we go, do we know him or do we not? I keep forgetting. But uh, I'm excited for that fight. And Holly Holm is headlining again. Uh, good for her. I don't really know much about the girl he's fight- she's fighting. Uh, we'll do some more research. Still going to be excited to watch. Although, I think it's scheduled for like 4 o'clock in the morning again, local time. So I'm not sure if... I'm... We even give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, when we're in the state, we can't really be in the arena. We have to be in the press room while we're here. So we're still watching it on TV, even though we're in uh, Abu Dhabi. But um, they're easing up on restrictions in terms of the interviews and stuff like that since we've went through our quarantine. So hopefully for the beginning of season three, we'll be able to start off with some interviews for you, too. Ooh. I want to... over-promise, under-deliver. <laughs> I want to end uh, season two... Number five in our last top five of the season by totally disagreeing with you. Your notes clearly say fights this weekend are trash. And while we are here to represent the UFC and really shine a light on Fight Island fights, George is wrong. George is completely wrong in saying fights this weekend are trash. Bellator is killing it. Not just this weekend, this week. Thursday, October 1st, Bellator has a card. They have a main card that starts at 4 p.m. How glorious is that? Um, Notably on that card is Paul Daly. He is the main fight, or part of the main fight. Brian Moore is fighting. Blaine O'Driscoll is fighting. They are both Irish. And our last Irish fighter that uh, George 
can give me some information from or we need to get some information about. Our last Irish fighter on that card is Constantine Gunasarev. So clearly a traditional Irish name. I'm just not sure what part of Ireland he's from. So that's Thursday. Already proving that fights this weekend are not trash because that's awesome to have a Thursday afternoon card. And then Saturday, Bellator has a card at 5 p.m., which is not bullshit for in the morning for us because it's at least late night for us, um, which makes it more like a regular fight card. And on that card, we have James Gallagher, we have Charlie Ward, and we have Sinead Kavanaugh. All on that Bellator card this Saturday, October 3rd at 5 p.m. And then also quick shout out to Chris Bungard from Scotland, who we also like. Okay, so I want to take this opportunity to say um, you talking about Bellator after the UFC, UFC, UFC. paid for our flights out here <laughs> is like me saying drink a delicious spiked seltzer <laughs> instead of Bud Light seltzer because Bud Light seltzer pays for the lights over here. I, th- I thought I prefaced it in a way that made it acceptable. Okay, that's fair. And then uh, coming here with your 90-day fiancé, 90 seconds, um, where is Andre from? Do you remember? Moldova! Well, that's where your boy Konstantin Nusariev is from. He's from Moldova, but trains Why out of Ireland. Why do these Moldovians love Ireland? And Andre met Libby in Dublin. The following has been edited to remove sensitive information about Anna's actual address. I don't know. And I don't know why you keep dropping real information. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> On season three, we'll be sure to give you our social security numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode was brought to you by anyone who listened to any episode of season two. We can't tell you how much it means to us that you listen to something that is really fun for us to do. And we hope that you have fun with us, too. Uh, we're really excited for season three. We're trying to build it out even more. Um, it's a little hard to do sometimes because we're not the best with the social medias <laughs> and all this stuff. But recording the podcast and interacting with all of you has been super, super fun. And we're just going to keep getting better at it. Word. Love you. Mm-hmm.